Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to episode 84. On this episode, we have watched Amazon's latest offering starring Chloe Grace Moretz, Shadow in the Cloud. Also, we are going to be reviewing our movie from The Vault, which is 1981's Hell Night. Ooh, spooky. How you doing, mate? You alright? Yeah, man. I'm feeling good. Feeling fine. Been a good couple of weeks. Watched some good shit. Spill the beans then. What you been watching? So yeah, watched uh, this uh, Canadian film that was in Fryfest 2019. Um, we met the guy. His name was Rob, the director. Uh, it was called Harpoon. Harpoon, yes. Remember I've it? Seen got those it. Absolutely yeah. gigantic posters. Yeah, and, and ne- he signed it for us. Yeah, didn't? but they're never getting framed because they're it's over A1. It is a massive it's, poster. It's really big. Um, but it was, yeah, the movie was really surprisingly good. I don't know why I d- ducked it for so long. I don't think I ducked it. It just it popped up on Amazon. That's right, yeah. Um, it's um, Arrow, isn't it? It's part of the mm. Arrow uh, collection because they brought out a nice edition of it. Um, yeah, the, it's, it's a good film though, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, good fun. It's only got three, three members of cast on a boat and there's just some real free Three good... assholes. <laughs> yes, they're all three dickheads, basically. <laughs> and... I don't know, it was fun. The dialogue was fun. The interaction was fun. You know, it's like a little bit of quirkiness. Oh, the fucking dialogue's fantastic. It's isn't spot it? on. Yeah, really written well, isn't it? Yeah, I Defin- remember that. Definitely a Kevin Smith fan. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. But, the, you know, the violence and all the sort of quirkiness and the, the backstabbing, it was very good and very yeah. confined. I really, really enjoyed it. And even the, 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 the twist at the end was fantastic. Didn't see that coming either. So yeah. that was really cool. Very good. Yeah. And probably should have seen that coming, maybe thinking about it but no i thought it was fucking cool great storytelling though isn't it with a cast of three people and yeah like, clever yeah and you don't you don't get many little, little gems like that but to know how many eyes will get on it do you know what i mean it's just like it got well received at fight fest didn't it yeah like, it's really well received and it's just like i want people it'd be really cool if people did go out and seek it like and proper give it the time of day well it's available it's, and it's free on amazon prime so it. Go, well you know if you got amazon prime do it go check it out Harpoon. or go buy it physically <laughs> oh yeah go and go and buy a physical copy from arrow oh let's promote them sponsored yeah. by no we, we <laughs> one wish. day maybe <laughs> we <wish>. <laughs> <laughs> a limited supply of arrow dvds and v-rays yes that'd be lovely um what else have we watched um well we watched together the suicide squad Oh, yes. Not Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Subtle difference. Yeah. But massive change. Fuck yeah. Oh, my God. Massive risks taken with this one, I think. James Gunn should be my friend. (laughs) I think me and him have exactly the same sense of humour. I knew that from watching Sliver back in the day. Yeah. I love the, you know, the subtle interactions that he has with his cast. And he brings them back time and time again, but not in like an Adam Sandler way. It's it's done so different. Like you know, he's had Rooker since Sliver, yeah. And he he brings him in all sorts. He was you know he's involved in Brightburn, a little bit of that. Obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Nathan Fillion, you know, was 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 had a little cameo in uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's got a little cameo in this as well. And so is Rooker. You think that they're a main part, and it's mm-hmm. like it's it's really really cool that he kind of works with people again and again and the new people that he's working with as well he's done so well with them did mm. so well with margot robbie's harley quinn in this mm. really well um the gore um we had sylvester stallone as king shark that was <laughs> fucking brilliant we saw his brother sean gunn again and i don't know it just the level of attention to detail the levels of gore in this movie are fantastic the violence the musicality in it as well one-liners the one-liner it's just fucking fun man yeah he's having a ball you can tell when the one-liners come in though that it's him talking and his influence over it because it's just his humor it's kind of our humor in it like that kind of quite near to the bone but fucking funny humor dry humor yeah definitely and like idris Alba was great as bloodshot not a replacement for uh, Will Smith's Deadshot. Not at all. This is a completely different awesome... Because I kind of did kind of wonder. but Because I, I didn't really know all the, the Suicide Squad characters. Bloodshot's great. 
as mm. a character, those fucking gadgets and yeah, stuff. Guns that was and stuff. Yeah, guns and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. And, you know, we get a kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck would think that you get something like Staru in a fucking a movie? Oh, yeah. It's just ridiculous. The whole concept's ridiculous, but it works. It's just, it's quite funny how much kind of, like, I mean, obviously I'm, we're massive Marvel fans. Obviously we're huge Marvel fans, but it's funny how shit some of the characters that he wasn't afraid to use the shit characters because obviously marvel have a plethora of shit characters but dc have some real shit characters like that don't quite make sense and you're like what but it ma- he made it work so well in the movie who was your mvp suicide suicide squad member oh i don't know um i did like bloodshot a lot actually just because like all the gadgets and stuff and i really like harley quinn because she's great and i did enjoy her standalone alone movie as well but yeah i, I think, don't know. I think mine's you? weasel <laughs> <laughs> like, so fucking weird that's messed up especially when they say oh he's killed like 25 children <laughs> it's a fucking crazy ass ugly weasel or hand <laughs> <laughs> hand King yeah. Shark's fucking King Shark, great. He's quality, yeah. But they're all fantastic. I think like, even like the ones we didn't know, like the whole Rat Killer 2 and Polka Dot Man and what the fuck was all that about? It fucking worked, though. It did. It's so clever. It just all worked really well. And it's just like a, a mild spoiler. One of my favourite bits was um, the bit where the Suicide Squad take out like loads of what you think are like people that have stolen rick flag and captured him but it it turns out that (laughs) they were actually saving him and they were like militia weren't they yeah that's fucking hilarious and that little interaction between like bloodshot and uh, peacemaker was just fucking genius (laughs) that that was great like cena and um big driss the way they they rubbed off on each other was great absolutely really great and cena's a big bulk of fucking muscle, but I'm swear to God, he's getting better at this acting thing. He's he's good at what he's his doing. His comedic timing is brilliant. Yeah, though. it's like you can say what you want about Cena, but his his comedic chops are really really good. I think he's taking a little bit from Batista as well, because like you know, it's just suspending your that side of coolness. I suppose there's no element of cool. Yeah, just fucking. Take your that dryness and take it to another level. I just remembered the bit where he's in his pants. <laughs> Big white definitely got something down there, mate. That's not his fucking cock down there, that's for sure. If it yeah. is fair play, he's fucking dousty the second. Oh my god. Good fun though, man. I really mm. enjoyed that. It was good fun. What about you? What anyway, you enough doing? about the, the this new Suicide Squad podcast. Oh mate, that? we could have reviewed this <clears> big bat big time. We I'd probably could have got away with that. Actually. I would have been happy. The amount of gore, it easily breaches on it's horror. Insane, insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, let's hear from uh, you. What you've been watching? <laughs> I've watched quite a lot because um, I missed out one on the last episode, which I watched, and I really need you to watch it because I want to hear your thoughts on it. I don't know if you might have seen it. Um, that classic story is called Classic Horror Story. That's the one on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Italian? Italian, Italian, I believe. Yeah, it's got Matilda Lutz from um, Revenge, you know, the Revenge movie. So she's in fuck it. yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah, she's in it, and it's just really interesting. It it's got a lot of like it runs alongside a lot of other films, takes a lot from other films. But what I want to say is stick with it, and kind of like just stick with it because some of the dialogue is fantastic, and it, this is a film that. It has Fright Fest written all over it. I can't believe that it... Well, it probably would have got shown, I would imagine, at some point. But it's got that kind of movie or in it. Like, if we are all watching it in the theatre, this film, we'd all be applauding certain bits. I'm just going to leave it at that because I want you to, to definitely check this one out. It's only, like, 95 minutes long, so it's ah, not, not a long watch. Okay, I'm all over that one. So I want to get, I want you to go and do do this and go and see it. I finally got around to seeing Guns Akimbo that you that you, requ- you you watched recently. Awesome. What do you think? Fucking assault, mate. Assault on your eyes and your mind is batshit crazy. I just couldn't keep up with half of it. But it was good. It was good. But it was just full on, man. Samara Weaving's great in that yeah. character though, isn't she? They made her look so fucked up. Yeah. So weird. 
Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. It's good chat. And that was on Amazon Prime, wasn't it? For yeah. free. That was cool. Um, two more. Another film. On, I'm giving you loads of homework here, mate. I watched a film. You might. I don't know if you've seen this one called Oxygen. No, no, no. I, I saw you'd watched it yeah, though somewhere. Mate, I can't remember where I saw it. I'm probably very, on their letterbox or something like that. Very good, mate. Um, it's literally, in a nutshell, it's about a. It's French. Um, it's uh, the guy, um, Alexandra Arja, that did Crawl, um, Hails of Eyes, Horns. Ooh, all that kind of, okay. He, he directed this one. Um, and it's all about this woman that wakes up in uh, a kind of some kind of. It's like. Um, it's obviously set in the future, like a. It's almost like a hospital pod, but it has all the things in it to make you better and stuff. So it has like, it fully knows how your body's working and it can inject you with things if you're feeling ill and all this sort of stuff. And she's trapped in there and she doesn't know where she is and why she can't get out. And as she's in there, it unfolds. Uh, it's all shot inside this pod as well. And it's a bit like that Ryan Reynolds film that came out. Was it Buried? Yeah, Buried. Yeah. Better because I really enjoyed it because it's like it's just well interesting and it's definitely worth a watch, mm, man. That'd be quite interesting tying that into what we watched for our main review. Yeah, Shadow in the Cloud. Okay, cool. So yeah, you need to you need to check it out because it's very very well done. Um, and the last thing I did check out was um, Antebellum. Now I'm going to lend you this one, please, because <laughs> I I, I don't, look. It's a gamble with you, mate, because I'm not going to spoil things with this film because I'm going to let you watch it and then we're going to talk about it on the next episode. This is one I definitely want you to watch. Now, is it a cult movie? I I can't tell you. Okay, okay. I don't want to spoil things completely. Now, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to lend it to you and I want you to, we're going to talk about it next week because it's. I think it's a very <clears throat> what I've seen online don't look up online because it might spoil things but I've seen it be very divisive between loads of different people I've seen a lot of hate for this movie and then there's a couple of people that have, have kind of like appreciated it but I want to get your take on it because I don't want to spoil it because if I say anything about it it'll ruin it but I think there's parts of this you'll dig and there's parts of it you might hate who's the director on this Oh, I remember. remember. It's got it's got Janelle Monet in it. She's it she's a singer and she's fucking amazing in it. It was one of the ones we were was on a list to watch. Yeah, definitely. So it's going to be at the you, cinema. You actually talked about it. Yeah. Um, I think during lockdown when you went through the list of movies that was yeah. coming up. But I can't. I cannot say stuff about it because it it I ruined the experience for you. So I'm going to just give it to you. And we're going to talk about it in depth. Next. We're not going to review it, but I want to talk about it because. Um, you know, uh, it's definitely one of those films I want to get. Well, you got idea. this as a screener, didn't you? So yes. Ooh, look at us, little screener. Yeah, yeah. So what, what's some um, oxygen on? Oxygen is on Netflix. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, so okay. yeah, I've been pretty busy. I oh, forgot. I got a little bit of homework, so thanks. <laughs> yeah, but literally all those films are quite short, and so they're quite easy watches as well. And I'd say give yourself a bit of time for Antebellum. It's not a long movie, but it's complex and it's a bit of a thinker. Um, at times but I thought personally it's really interesting but I want to get your take on it and we'll talk about that on the next episode sweet all right if that's all you got should we move on to some news do it what you got for me wow Mike Flanagan is in the news yes Netflix with his uh, horror series Midnight Mass which is going to be premiered on September the 21st yes do we know what this one's about we I think we've we we covered a little bit about it a while back. We talked about it, didn't we? When they when they announced it originally. I mean, this is from the guy who did the Haunting of Hill House and the Haunting of Blind Manor. Oh yes. So and Doctor Sleep, as well. Mm. That one in the woods. Oh, what was it? Come on, it's really Hush. good. Hush. Yes. Oh, I fucking love. I really want to go and rewatch that movie. Really? But what are we what are we expecting from Midnight Mass? What, what have we got a synopsis or anything? Well, we should have something. It's got to be a Christmas film, isn't it? Surely. <laughs> what in September? Well, if it's coming out, it's called Midnight Mass. That's isn't that a Christmas thing? I don't know. It looks. Um, Go on, what you pulled up on your interweb? An isolated island community experienced miraculous events and frightening omens after the arrival of a charismatic, mysterious young priest. 
Um, hello, Wicker Man. That screams Kitty Fiddler. Please <laughs> stands up on an island. All right, I mean, I'm in. I loved his fucking last year. I loved Haunted Blind Man. Mate, I love give Haunted. me yeah. any of his shit, mate. I love it. I love all his stuff. Got a bit of a Nicolas Cage um, update. <laughs> <laughs> Pigman. Uh, Prisoners of the Ghostland um, is is next one, which is going to be in VOD on September the 17th. Oh. Um, the official trailer arrives on August the 11th, which I think we, we would have Should seen by the time by this now, comes yeah. out. Um, here's the latest plot synopsis. In the treacherous frontier city of Samurai Town, sounds good already, a ruthless bank robber, which is Cage, is sprung from jail by a wealthy war- warlord, the governor, Bill Mosley. Hey. Awesome. Now you've got me interested. <laughs> His adopted granddaughter, um, Bernice, has gone missing. The governor offers the prisoner his freedom in exchange for retrieving the gunway. Strapped into his leather suit oh. that will self-destruct within five days, the bandit sets off on a journey to find the young woman and his own path to redemption. Do you reckon he's going to talk in this one? I don't know, but here's a quote from Cage. It says, It's out there. I wear a skin-tight black leather jumpsuit. But he loves that. <laughs> with grenades attached to different body parts. If I don't rescue the governor's daughter from the state line where they're all ghosts and bring her back, they're going to blow me up. I mean... That sounds awesome. That'd be great. I hope he does have a talk. All right. Now moving on to some... <laughs> okay. So I know we talk monsters, but we know there's a, an Adams Family movie coming from Tim Burton. Yeah. So announced today, we had um, Who's Playing Morticia and Gomez. Um, I think we had a guest, didn't we? We tried to guess at one stage. I'm not really sure. Did you, Z- did you say uh, Dave Baptista by any chance? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia. It's got to be, in it? Taking on the reins from Angelica, Angelica Houston. Interesting. Big big shoes to fill. She could do it. I could see that. Welsh wonder. Yeah, definitely. This ha- what? She ain't done anything for a while, has she? No. So she's aged, which is going to... It's gonna. I think it's going to be quite interesting. However, mm. Gomez. Louise... Guzman. Liz Guzman, yeah. It's a bit of a weird one there. I mean, he's normally always the kind of side actor, and he's like the sidekicky kind of like either um, kind of gangster. You know, I don't know. It's it's a weird. He's one. an ugly man, is what yeah. I want to put out there. Or is he? Am I just being too harsh? I don't know. He's not an attractive man. It's it's a little bit of a strange casting. Because I, I, I know it's probably... And he's got to be a lot shorter than Catherine Zeta-Jones. So maybe, I don't know how but play she, if I was going to play my card and said who I would have got, but he probably would have been way out of their price range, um, would be the... Oh, what's his freaking name? I forgot his name now. Um, the guy that's, uh, that played Freddie Mercury. Oh, Rami Malek. That's perfect casting. Yeah, that's what I would have said. I but I reckon he would have cost way too much. Tim Burton. It's a, it's a series as well. It's, mm. You know, I don't know, man. This is going to be interesting. Well, maybe they need to keep the budget down and not go for such big act, actors. But is I do. Is it a cartoon? Did you? Am I missing the plot? Is it a cartoon or is it live? Cartoon. Action? Is it a cartoon <laughs> or live action? No, it's, it's live car- action. If it's but, a cartoon all day. Do you know who they've got for Wednesday? If you have a look, I can't remember her name. Forgive me, but she was in um, the Babysitter Two movie that we watched. Well, not Bella Fawn, are we talking no, about? No, not Bella Fawn, younger, the younger girl that was in it. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember for the life of me her name, but she's a kid actor. It's like my daughter, she sees loads of um, TV shows she's in and stuff, but she's started gaining a lot of traction in the horror community. So, but I think that's quite a good pick because she, she would, I think she'd look really good. All right, well, maybe we'll find her name at some point, but <laughs> I don't know, mate, looks good. So. Interesting. Interesting to say what that is going to be like. I think I might have just spent my news. Yeah, that's a uh, recipe for fish pie. So <laughs> he's looking at his phone, by the way. <laughs> what you got, dude? Give me some news. Well, nothing on fish pies, but I've got a little thing that was announced. Uh, I might have even been today. Um, <clears throat> was the Muppets are bringing out? The Muppets Haunted Mansion movie. So obviously, you know, the Muppets do do their movies now and again, but they're, they're going to have loads, apparently loads of cameos in it. 
from the stars of I mean, Hollywood. They always have fucking cameos. The last one had oh, Ricky no. Gervais in it, and I'm sorry, but I nearly walked out of that movie. Did you? It didn't do it for me. So was it? Um, the last one was Muppets Most Wanted or something like that. The last one did not do it for me at all, yeah. man. So yeah, but this might be cool. It might have some horror people in it. I'm hoping that'd be quite cool. That'd be quite a little bit. Get Kane Hodder involved. I love it. Or get like um, get the dude that plays it and stuff. <laughs> what Bill Skarsgård? Yeah, get like, Skarsgård to do his little as as Pennywise. Get it to do his little eye thing to Kermit or something. Yeah, you could or you could do Beaker up like Pennywise. <laughs> like, that'd be fucking hilarious. You Bring it into now. Get the hills of eyes and roast the pig. Roast Miss Piggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Live on what? Okay, it's getting weird now. Okay. Yeah, so that's been announced. That'd be quite interesting to see who they do have on the cameos of that. <laughs> have you seen the latest releases that they've re-re-released? So, They Live, Prince of Darkness and Escape from New York are getting released on 4K again. By the time that this comes out, they probably all have been um, pre-ordered, probably gone, because they went like wildfire. These have been released before. You've seen them on my shelf. I've already got them. You know, those nice 4K packages. However, they d- do I need another copy of the thing? No. Because they're, they've literally now added that to the collection. I pre-ordered it just because I want it on the shelf next to the what others. What have you got? You've got Prince Darkness, The Fog, They Live and... Escape from New York. So yeah, it makes I've sense. I've got all of them. So I'll just, it makes sense. But this will be, I think, the sixth copy of the thing that I've got. I've got two steelbooks. I've got a, a VHS edition of it. But hey, you know, it looks good. The artwork's awesome. So I've still know. stuck by my treasured signed copy of my, the thing by the arrow, my little arrow one. Mm. I'll, I'll stick by that one, I think. That's perfectly fine but, fine, but I think a lot of people out there will definitely be interested. I do believe it's still on Amazon for pre-order. Whether you can get there or not in time is another question. Good but, luck. But a lot of people will be after that 4K because I can imagine it'll be crisp. The last bit of news I've got, you probably not want to be that interested, I don't know. But I went to HomeSense today and they've got their Halloween section in already. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Already, mate. So I went and made some purchases in there, which was cool. Might as well have their fucking Easter eggs open, by fuck's sake. I think that's a little bit too early, mate. But, um... What have you, yeah. what have you purchased? I purchased a fucking awesome, like, um, diorama house of, like, with a witch and a can of pumpkins and it's got a light inside. And I didn't realise that I got home and put the batteries in and it actually fucking glows up different colours. And it was well cheap. I was like twelve ninety nine. I think they priced it up wrong, mate. But it's fucking good, mate. Halloween party around yours then this and, year. Yeah, and stupidly, I took my kids as well, and they fleeced me for like a fucking pillow. And and Indy picked up a fleece with loads of pumpkin. They're, they're mad on it, obviously. As you well, know. it's your fucking fault. So. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, it's my own fault. But this year, I think I'm going to go all out and like put purchase a really nasty mask and start scaring kids around the neighbourhood and shit. Because last last year we missed out, so. Cool, sounds a bit rapey, but go on. Well, to you maybe, because you're sick. But anyway, yeah, that's everything I got, mate. So, yeah, should we get on to what's next? Yeah, man, let's get on to our main review. Where's the fool's errand? Right, this episode's main review is Shadow in the Cloud, starring Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh, the plot of this movie, a female World War II pilot traveling with top secret, in quote, 
documents on a B-17 flying fortress encounters an, an evil presence on board the flight. Right. This is an interesting one. 84 minutes long. Very short movie. Um, it, it, it's, it's pretty much centred around Chloe Grace Moretz. It's got a, a little bit of a supporting cast of other, other pilots and stuff around seven that are already in the plane. Um, but it pretty much centers around her in the bottom gunner pod for the rem- for the whole sort of flight, essentially. Um, shit goes down on the flight. Think the... What's his name from Gremlins? That story that he told in the, about the World War Two pilot. Yeah, well, um, if, if, if you were listening plane. to my Matt's Facts from the Gremlins episode, you can go and hear it now or save it till Christmas. Um <laughs> I will t- the actual true story was in World War Two. People called gremlins the, these things that would fuck around with the with the with the aeroplanes, and it explains that, doesn't it? In the in the first kind of few minutes. Yes, it does. In a lovely, lovely, beautiful cartoon. It's cool, isn't it? It's really, I love that. Yeah. Um, real interesting movie. Who's the director? Director is Roseanne Li- Roseanne Lang. Not really got much. In one to watch, of, mate. One to watch. Yeah. Because this is different, right? Got a yes. little bit of a budget, but also could probably quite condense it. It's really clever how they use yeah. the budget, though, because obviously they had to shoot it in this the plane, which is, you know, a feat in itself. But I really enjoyed the way they kind of introduced some of the characters because it's pretty hard because... Essentially, most of the characters are quite the same to introduce them. So the way they kind of introduced them is is kind of like it was almost like a um, kind of like a stage show kind of feel to it. When you know they focus the lights on one person, it's like, and she's talking to them over the headphones, and then you see them kind of a quick shot comes into them, and they're like stood there talking. So it's like really cleverly done. Like it's really hard to explain, but yeah, you could see this quite easily. In, yeah. like on like in theatre. Again, it's one of those sort of I don't know single shot. It would work really well, actually. Mate, honestly, at some point. Well, it's another one like you said of oxygen earlier and buried yeah. and you know man, what was it phone booth and all those sort of um, those movies where it sort of it focuses on the individual and yeah. she can't you know she this was her movie and she's fucking awesome but we know she's awesome yeah she, was know, all, but, she is great but i mean what's the vast thing she's been in i can't even remember like because obviously equalizer she's, she was in but like she must have she's done some other stuff since then yeah because I, I was gonna say i haven't seen much recently and it was, it was really good to see her again yeah and she just holds her own in this movie i mean it's not a hell of a lot for her to sort of work with in <laughs> terms of what she is she's literally I mean, I don't know if you can imagine what these these planes, these B-17s, they've got the little um, nub of a glass tube and they've got this small, enough for it to be cramped up and sit there and supposed to be shooting. Yeah, yeah, to shoot um, other planes and stuff. It's not supposed to be in there for the whole bloody journey. But she's pretty much locked in there. And And not to mention... All the pilots are fucking assholes to her as well. Well, yeah, she's a, you've got to think that she's a woman. She shouldn't be on board. They don't know what the fuck she's doing. She's got these papers that she said that she's got a top secret thing that she hands to this other chap. And, you know, that's the most important thing. And they've got to deliver it. And, you know, she's just basically playing this, um, this character where she's so confident. She batters, batters back all the banter, batters back all the, the tirades of abuse and just rubs off her back because the most important thing is getting this package, package to where it yeah. should be. Mm. And no, and there, there, there's, there's, as the story unfolds, you know, she starts seeing things, she starts reporting back and no one gives a shit on the plane what what she said what what she's saying they don't believe anything that this that she's saying yeah that's it's, it's clever because i mean <clears throat> they they're just saying oh she's a dumb broad and stuff because she witnesses something on the side of the plane now she thinks doesn't she? she thinks it's like enemies at the start and stuff like that and they kind of don't believe her um because like what experiences she got and stuff like that and she's just obviously you know giving giving them all the spiel and everything but then she sees something, doesn't she, on the side of the plane, and, and you only see it really, really quickly, like really clever, like really quickly, slight, of, like in the eye line of her sight, 
And again, I don't fucking believe her. That she's like some kind of thing. On. Like, I mean, we have to forget this is very much like the um, Twilight Zone episode as well. Big yeah. time, yeah. That's what it reminded me of straight away. Yeah. yeah, especially when you see it like on the side of the wing. Yeah, but shit. obviously that is more of a commercial, um, a commercial flight. Whereas this is obviously yeah. well, it's just great parallels between that like, Gremlins, the movie, and that story, and this, and also whatever house is going on, and she's you know constantly have to back questions like, "What are you doing here?" You know you're a you're a you're a pilot fuck off and all this sort of stuff mm. and then and it, all the conversation with the crew pretty much happens over her headset and you hearing what she's receiving and her re- re- reporting and then maneuvering her around you know and um there's some great ae synth in this some great oh, music mate, that music is awesome the start is Do you know what i download as soon as it finished i downloaded the music i was like mate, straight I away i love the soundtrack to this the soundtrack yeah. is incredible yeah um, Agreed. Eight, I mean, you've got Hounds of Love, Kate Bush, which is fucking great. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, classic try. The cartoon, the cartoon um, short is fantastic at the yeah. start. I did enjoy the cartoon short. Yes, cartoon. <laughs> um, the plane's called the Falls Errand, which is a fucking great little whole nod in terms of what's actually, yeah. actually being carried. Um, there's some moments of like great claustrophobia, and that's I suppose where the tension and horror comes in. Yeah. How yeah. did you feel about that? Yeah, I fucking, I mean, you see how much room there is not in that tiny little turret, gun turret thing. It's like fucking crazy. And the the way she's just kind of all, she has to manoeuvre herself. And then she, she gets herself trapped in there as well. The way, like, she breaks the things off, like the hinges. And then she's trapped and they can't get the doors open. So now she's trapped in there. And it is, it is really weird because it's like, you think there's no way out. You're trapped in this gun turret you potentially got Japanese coming at you from all angles, um, which, you know, spoilers, we are going to spoil stuff in this, which they do eventually get attacked, don't they? And surprisingly, she's fucking great at shooting guns. <laughs> but I think with this movie, you have to leave your kind of like inhibitions at the door. Because, Spend your disbelief. Yeah, totally. This is a, a film where you've just got to go with it You've just got to relax and enjoy it because that's how I felt. It's based on a folktale, you know, with a nice little sort of twist. I mean, the gremlin itself, you know, the, the Matt said spoilers. So, you know, the, the gremlin itself is on the plane and she is seeing it and it, she's seeing it tear apart. The what pl- what did plane. you think of, like, the design of the, the, the beast? It was cool, wasn't it? Yeah. And she started attacking her, like, in the in the thing and she's, like, trying to bat it off while no one else being able to help her out or no one else even going, what the fuck are you on about? And she's got a gun which she fires off and that causes more problems but my favorite bit is the finger oh i i literally was like it was like it was almost up there with um gel's game with the fucking handcuffs mate it was like this was like oh maybe not as gory but you know (laughs) yeah not as gory but pain factor oh my god oh yeah she's basically jams her finger into this um, into the hat, into this, where the screw was supposed to be to keep her from kind of falling out, and the thing from getting in. Yeah, and the thing from getting in is trying to pull, uh, pull it, and she she managed to shoot it, but before she does it, if it wrenches her, and the finger just snaps. Oh, fucking hell! And she has to snap it back. Oh, it's good. It's good to watch. That was a good. That was a good scene. Yeah. That was a good scene. But then, then the, the, this is the thing. I think this this is good storytelling because. Did you did you know did you foresee anything that happened and the fact that she was actually not who she said she was? Uh, well, there was all a forgery. All a forgery. No, I kind of I thought something was. I, I I believed her. She was very convincing. So this is the thing. I thought the package was going to be the gremlin. The gremlin. I think that's what they're leading you to think it is, isn't it? Or like think? something that they knew she knew about the gremlin. I thought that I was thinking how oh, she knew about the yeah. gremlin. It's some kind of experiment that's got out and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I did kind of think that, but then the the twist, as we shall reveal, is something completely different. It's, <laughs> it's a, crazy. It's a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah, she's just she's not got documents. They open it. Not the- only her baby. The one of the pilots on the plane's baby as well. Yeah, she's she's doing a runner from her husband. She's had an affair and her husband kind of beats her by the sound of things. It sounds like a proper arsehole. Yeah, and you hear all this commotion upstairs and they re- the reveal is over her headphones and, you know. Which is clever again because yeah. you don't need to see it. No. It's just that 
And the clever thing is they keep the camera on her face and that's when you know she's acting because, like, she's fucking good. Yeah. At the fucking... The, 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 just her expressions alone when they're when she hears them reveal it. It's like, looks so real. Even though, like, this film is, like, you know, disbelief, like, stuff that's happened in it. That's... It's really clever. She She really, really did fucking do well on that bit, I thought. Yeah, and that was quite interesting when the baby was revealed, but it gets... This is when it gets all fucking topsy-turvy. It's fucked up. This is when they have to believe something's happening because the fucking gremlin steals the baby. I'm guessing. In the commotion, yeah. whatever happens, he kicks... He steals the baby. And now it's like... The 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 clever thing is, is, first of all, it's like... She's like, ah, fuck you. You can't get in here. You can't get me. And this thing is clever because he's a... He or she. No, no but... It's clever because it's, it's uh, yeah, all day. As, as, as nicked her baby, and it's like, ah, now I've got fucking leverage on you. <laughs> Come out and get it. And this is where and she fucking does. Oh, fucking mad. It's, it is batshit crazy, like something out of a James Bond movie. But it's quality. I enjoyed it. I thought that was, that yeah, was awesome. That, that rescue is something to, be, to behold. Yeah. It's very well shot, I and mean, it was very, very, very interesting. I think some of the CGI on the the actual creature was a, in some bits was a bit. Yeah, maybe especially at the end and stuff, and some of the bits where it's fine. But again, it was a it was a low budget movie, so you could kind of understand that. Um, and why not? It doesn't didn't need to be real, real, I suppose. But it was real enough. But yeah, when she sort of has got the baby back, and you got that whole, you know, back and forth just on the on the plane. And they're getting attacked by Japanese and they're at the same time. At the same time, yeah. And she, everyone's getting shot, even in the throat. <laughs> shot in the throat. I mean, it's not bad little bits of gore in this as well. Um, but again, the little fight with the gremlin as it's trying to get <laughs> people, as well as being shot by the Janies. There's a lot of like, fuck, what's going on? And they go down, hmm. and they perform that awesome flight maneuver. You know, hmm. what I mean, from flight as well to sort of land it. And what do you think about the ending a little bit? I fuck it. I loved it. It's just like, it's, it, it just shows, I mean, it, it, obviously a lot of people, it's a big thing at the moment, like, you know, um, female characters in movies, lead characters in movies and stuff. And it is, this movie is, is obviously, it's like directed by a female. It's, it's, you know, it's aimed at those reasons and, and what happens in this. And it's about her struggle and all this stuff. But, it, it is quite funny. It's just like, I just love the bit where she's like, I told you to hold the baby. <laughs> it's like, couldn't you just do that one fucking thing? And it's like, and, it, and I just, I just love the fact that she just goes and just fucking bitch slaps the fuck out of this thing. Yeah. This little thing. And not just slap fucking hammers this thing. <laughs> but there was some other, there was some funny moments in there, wasn't it? Like yeah. when she shot it and it, she kicked it off and then it had the little wings and stuff that like <laughs> a fucking flying screen and got back on the plane. I thought there was some really, it's a real cheeky fucker, man. I really yeah. liked it. I really liked the creature. I thought it was really cool. It was a little snidey fucker, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> really just fucked with her emotions. I fucking loved it. Um, and she, like I said, she held it well. It was shot really interestingly. Um, music was great. I just don't know, on a whole, this movie like, just fun 84 minutes it's fun it is fun it's a roller coaster ride fucking what free more? it's free on it's amazon free prime on amazon. have you got amazon it's like fucking it's like what more do you want world war Two, tick brilliant monster tick brilliant chloe Mo- grace moretz brilliant you know fucking batshit crazy things happen what the fuck just mm-hmm. let it go well the last one we watched was um overlord wasn't it jj abrams with a whole sort of um mm the scientific side of uh, the Nazis and stuff like that. That was quite really interesting. There's some good, some nice grit, some nice, like getting these people are exploring the sort of folklore from World War Two, Yeah. And exploring good. these sort of um, more, I don't know, like um, scare. I suppose maybe it's become further from the, the truth has been explored and, and mm. that's horrific enough as it is. Now it's sort of like, okay, let's look at the, what, what we didn't see. It's well, kind of interesting. That's the thing is, it's clever because it comes out it's come out with a, an idea that no one else has done yet really and it's what? just run with it kind of thing because it, what do you mean what, go on what, uh, only because so, obviously the the twilight zone and stuff like yeah that, but right? it's not the same is it it's not it's not like 
it, it's, it, this is a, a, a hey, it's a, been long a, enough the tw- that that Twilight Zone episode like from the seventies. So yeah, let's, let's be honest. But <laughs> I just I just thought it was like I just thought it was just a really cool little film that just was cool. I just thought it was really really good fun. Yeah, good really, fun. Really good fun. Go and watch this bad boy, please. Mm. It's uh, definitely. And I did think all the way through the film, I was like, fucking hell, when are they going to feed this thing? And then right at the end, wham, she feeds the baby. There we go. I'm going to say how. Right then, what were you uh, thinking about a number with this movie? Seven! Seven out of ten. Breaths for me. For definite. I enjoyed it. Seven for me as well. Seven going on eight. It's pretty good. Would you watch this again? Uh, Yeah, I'd watch it with a friend. Maybe a girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah, I, I think there could be stuff that I missed along the way because it was very fast-paced. So yeah. definitely worth a second watch. It's 84 minutes, so why not? I've got time. Good fun. Good <laughs> fun. Seven breaths out of ten. It's got our seal of approval. What is next? What is next, Mr. Paul Butcher? Candyman. Don't say it three times, Candyman. mate. I can't be dealing with that shit. COVID's enough at the moment, Candyman. let alone having that. No! Candyman. You're fucked. Well, so, Jordan Peele produced Candyman, I believe is out on the 16th of August. If it's at the cinema, we will definitely be going to watch that. 100%. I am uh, very much looking forward to that bad boy. So, yeah, that should be hopefully our next review. The Candyman. And now, I think it's time to move on to our movie from the vault. Welcome to Garth Manor. In order to be a member of Alpha Sigma Rho, one has to do what? To stay in Garth Manor one night. And why is this night so special? Because 12 years ago, Raymond Garth murdered his family here and then committed suicide. And when the police arrived, they discovered a note written by Raymond Garth describing the entire gruesome act. But strangely, they only discovered three dead bodies. Andrew is still believed by some to be living somewhere within this house. Hey, let's party! Quaaludes and Jack Daniels. Oh my gosh, this is one radical chick. (laughs) All right! Now the fun begins. <laughs> hey! Robin Hood to the rescue! This episode's movie from the vault is 1981's Hell Knight, starring Linda Blair. 
Four college pledges are forced to spend the night in a deserted old mansion where they are stalked by a monstrous survivor of the family massacre from years earlier. (laughs) So, I've seen this movie when I was a kid, a long, long time ago, and I couldn't remember very much about it, apart from two set pieces which we'll talk about later on. So, you've not seen this film. Shoot. By the look on your face, <laughs> I'm gathering it's going to be negative. It's um, an interesting one, for sure. So, we're not talking um, the conventional horror which I warm up to, shall we say? Warm up to. Um, find myself full of enjoyment. It's not the, you know, it, it's got that classic horror feel um, from like the 60s. I think it's got that Hammer Horror-esque feel, you know, maybe even like maybe even like Universal Monsters sort of feel. It just felt a bit kiddie um, for me. Not much blood, not much gore. Interesting kills. I don't know. It wasn't as. I f- think you've got to retract that statement, kiddie. It, it, it felt a bit. It felt a bit kiddie. I'd stand by that. I. I. I, I mean. Obviously, some of the... Yeah, is it PG-13. Some of the nudity. Barely nude she was. So, I don't know, but it's lovely to see Linda Blair in some fashion. So, you're upset because there wasn't enough nudity, is that what you're saying? I'm upset because some of the kill sequences didn't involve enough as good special effects as I like. That's probably one of my biggest gripes. But, you know, it it was an interesting... It's just not my type of movie i think because they kept i think it's because the costumes that they were wearing kept me too it was too gothic i don't know if <laughs> i like gothic. that it felt too gothic for me and robin hood's too gothic for you definitely robin hood is way too gothic for me <laughs> well, i say i'm the main the main event uh linda blair's boobs that's the that was the main thing to uh to sort of go Disgusting. Um, I will not have none of but this. If you look at like big houses that they like, let's look at none of this. If you if you compare this movie to other sort of to other movies that are similar, so in the likes of like Ghoulies, um, Puppet Master, what's that one? Spookies House House. Yeah, House Degree. I'm talking about those sort of like party movies that are like going on to going into a house and then something goes wrong. Ghoulies is a great example of that. Pub Master's is a great example of that. Spookies is so fucking random, and it's a great example of that sort of thing. One, one, just before you go on, just one thing I will add to that is remember this is only 1981, so it's only fresh out of like you know 70s. It's no excuse. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Look what came out in 1981. Me. There you Probably go. That's the worst thing out of 1981. <laughs> it's just um, yeah, I like the story. The most annoying thing out of <laughs> The frat party thing, you know, and there were some interesting kills, but the kills said did, that already. The kills didn't. The kills didn't. Um, I'm give, not bitter one bit. Give enough special effects for me. I think it's one of these things again where this is kind of one of these things where I watched. Maybe you're right. Maybe you are right. I watched when I was a re- real young kid. That I shouldn't have watched. I think my dad literally taped this off of Sky somehow with his VCR. Gave it to me and my sister. And do you know what? It missed the whole first bit. So it only starts where they literally lock the gate to go in. So I've never seen that first like 15 minutes ever. Because I never had it on the VHS tape, which is hilarious. So I never really... I mean, it doesn't explain much from the the storyline anyway. But the introduction of characters and stuff a little bit was lost. So I didn't really know what you know by the time they get to the gate they kind of they explain the whole kind of story behind it now obviously the story behind this is that some psycho killed his whole family and and they're still like lurking around in the house and these um four kids supposedly kids have to stay in the house until dawn to pass their kind of fraternity test like thing for their frat houses i found it a bit weird there were only four of them thought mm. there'd be a, you know a lot more pledges than that so yeah, that's, yeah, that sounded yeah. quite interesting yeah obviously a budget but that's fine um mainly focused around linda blair i mean she'd yeah. done like exorcist 
five uh, 73 74 yeah, just, yeah. um so she's a bit grown up now probably about 18 so she wants just wants to show those puppies as far as i'm concerned now the biggest question about this movie i think is grown-up linda blair hot or not as well i don't know matt i think she's still hot now right. to be quite honest yeah i wasn't sure cute i thought she's i think she's more cute than hot <laughs> This is totally irrelevant. It's so irrelevant. It's totally irrelevant. That's the only thing I can find that's good to talk about. Oh, mate. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm kind of slightly gutted, but I'm I'm not surprised, if I'm honest, because I thought, on watching I thought, Paul's probably going to really not not really enjoy this much. Mate, I, as I remember when I was a kid, I used to love it. But there, there, there are, I will, will say one thing, I've forgotten how slow moving in places, how much, there, I think there's too much drawn up to a point but there are some creepy bits as well like there are some really really creepy kind of bits in it there's some great holotropes and you know like i said there's some interesting kills you know how can you not like seth mate he's a legend okay he's the guy that's uh, dressed up as um robin Robin yeah Yeah, he's cool he's the coolest character out of the lot the british woman wasn't really bored about well yeah but she's fucking nuts she's like i've got quaaludes and fucking chat daniels to get wrapped up that's the thing though from like going from like this party animal i expected something i don't know either like something really from something like spookies which is wacky it was a clean movie it was clean. Mm, yeah, it's not dirty you know, enough it was for you, well it? Ed- it? was well edited. No way dirty enough for you. No, it was well edited um, and it had everything that it needed to do. I think the acting was quite good. Yeah, acting was not that. too bad. Yeah. Um, and and like I said, the, the, the kills that they did, the chopping, the lopping off heads and the sort of like scary round the corners and um, the sudden, the sort of jump scares and the, those sort of movement movement scares. Brilliant. Not bad. Love the ending. Mm. Uh, and... I mean, I didn't really... I mean, the credits were a bit weird, but like... Um, That's coming out of the 70s, though, those yeah. credits, isn't it? Like, right. almost TV movie, like... Yeah. But like, the you know, the last monster kill was fantastic. The, the impaling... Can we just talk... Let's not skip too far. I just want to talk on one thing. <laughs> How did you feel about, obviously, Seth getting away? Did you think he was going to get away or did you think what was going to happen? Because I want to talk about the cops bit. Well, yeah, let's talk <laughs> about the, the him climbing over the gate to start with. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're obviously trying to get escaped. They're, they're noticing that things are going wrong. They're, they are getting scared and they're finding all the hidden little kooks that the frat are planning. But, yeah, when he sort of scaled the gate and he had those really sharp... Um, Ends to the ends gate. to the yeah. gate, which were fucking great. They were they were impressive. Mm. I wanted him to fall. I, in my head, <laughs> in horror, he would have slipped. Yeah, and but that would that would have his... ruined the end. Then the film. Fine, but he would have been, it would have made a different movie. But it, it, he would have been paid, paled himself on the spikes, and that would have been great. I would have like, oh yeah, I would have given it a round of applause at that moment. But what I happened? I would have taken away from the end, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, what happened next? Then then he runs. He basically runs all the way into the town to go to the cop shop. And this is the funniest bit I found hilarious. He just finds a door open with all these guns laid out with bullets and everything. No fucker sees him. Takes a big shotgun, fills it up and runs off. And then steals someone's car to go back. Yeah. What a legend though. What a friend would do that. You know, you Barely fucking knew wouldn't. Him. You wouldn't do it. Barely knew him. But, he, you know, he wanted to go back and he, you know, because he thought he was going to get laid by, uh, what's her face? I can't remember her name now. Denise. Denise, 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 yes, he wanted to get laid by her, finally, he could find her, but uh, yeah, she, unfortunately, she croaked it. Yeah, but he does a good shot, he takes out one of the hairy back Mary monsters that look like a weird... Did you know there was two, did you think there was one or two? I thought there was only one. Yeah, same. So I was quite... Do you know know the funniest thing? I don't think I put two and two together when I was a kid. I thought there was just one killer, and I can only remember being one killer. Unless there's another bit cut out of the film or something, maybe. Maybe it was cut out completely. I don't know. I cannot remember that kind of... I couldn't remember that Wolfman dude. Yeah, he gets gets shot, takes a few bullets, but he he definitely gets finished off. But what I will say is the main kind of guy, which was... I can't can't remember his name now. The main villain dude. The makeup was pretty shit. It was... uh, That was a bit annoying because he... At one point, I don't know whether it's because the Blu-ray is so good, the quality of it. 
you could see that he just had painted eyes. It was a bit crap. I just think they could have got a bit more. They could have got a Savini on it, or they could have got like a bit of better makeup effects on that. Um, I wasn't really impressed. I mean, I watched a copy. On, I don't think you were bothered. Really. I watched a copy on Amazon <laughs> Prime, so I didn't really get that that level of fear. I didn't just feel. But again, all I saw was like classic movie monsters. It was like one of those sort of like classic movie monsters. They weren't sort of anything overly impressive um but they weren't they were okay but it was just like they were just like overly strong i suppose but again it sort of remind me a little bit of like lurch or werewolf or something like that it was it was right that was that wasn't too bad and but i like the chase and stuff out over the roof um you know them everything bobbling about it's great <laughs> again i don't condone this language um yeah, I mean, but one thing that did stick in my head when I was a kid was the, was the end scene. The fucking, well, two scenes, actually. The head in the bed, I always remember that. That's ingrained in my head. I always remember that. And I didn't realise, again, when I was a kid, I thought that was Denise's head. I didn't realise they stole Denise and that is the other girl's head that he severs off in the, in, uh, in the garden. Did not know that. Yeah, it took me a while to figure that one out. And then yeah. what, Denise is where? Oh, fuck, I she, she was in the tunnels around the table with all the dead people. She's dead they, though, right? They killed yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, they killed her. She was dead. She was blatantly dead by all the other dead bodies of his yeah. supposed, his old Didn't really get to see her get killed. It was an off-screen kill, yeah. It was, it was a bit uh, depressing. Didn't really like never know what really like off-screen kills. But they, they can be effective. They can, And it was. It wasn't too bad. But I always, but one thing I do remember is the kill at the end. I really loved that because it's just like, you think, ah, oh, she's got away. And that classic, obviously, back, and he's on top of the car. But I do think it's a really great ending. I really yeah. like, I like the impaling scene. I think it's really, really cool. Um, bit, really like scene. I said, for me, um, it needed um, a bit more blood for me. And maybe some of the kills needed a bit more gore. And maybe a bit more imagination. But apart from that, it went bad. It was, wow. Yeah, it went bad. <laughs> you loved it then. <laughs> Good pick from me, I think. I, I, think it's a, I think there'll be a lot of people that appreciate this yeah, one. Yeah, I think there will be. But I think a lot of people would have seen it and it'll be a nostalgia thing. But for me, it's not. Again, that no, I don't go, think it, is. it goes think, back to the gate and stuff like that. I don't think it quite goes like the gate. Don't, let's not talk about the gate again. Stephen Dork. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Uh, I'm sure you've got a few shit films in your collection right now. <laughs> But we won't go there, shall we, Paul? More than, anyway, more than a few. <laughs> should we go on to? Should we go on to my Matt's facts? I'd love to have some Matt's facts. These are quite funny. I didn't even fucking realise it. Kevin Costner supposedly um, was a uh, a grip on this movie. A young Kevin Costner, hey? Apparently so. I would love to know if this is true, but apparently um, the guy that played Seth uh, Vincent Van Patten said this on one of the interviews he was in said he was a chemical well, he had a lot of friends in the industry from memory um uh, from some of the stories i've read about him because obviously his biggest thing was obviously dances with wolves and that sort of really propelled his career didn't it and that got that got like was on the you know the production producer's floor for ages wasn't until a mate helps him get it made i ah, think right, okay. that it sort of and that and that really propelled his career so maybe he had a few a lot of jobs and stuff. Back That's quite jobs, interesting. Like camera jobs and all that stuff. Maybe. Um, the guy that play, played Peter, you know, basically the kind of like love interest for, um, for, what's her face? Um, Maud, what's her name? I can't remember her name now. Uh, Marty. <laughs> the love interest. Could, I couldn't get over. He looked like, I thought he looked like a young Freddie Mercury. Or like a young like david cassidy a little bit like yeah bastard child of like freddie mercury and david cassidy yeah i couldn't get out of my head anyway apparently on every halloween he gets out of that dopey purple cape and wears it every halloween and he has done ever since he's filmed the movie another bit of fact about the production team frank darabon was on the production he was a production assistant on this movie so obviously frank darabon walking dead green mile um, the mist, like loads and loads of other things. Very interesting. Like I said, cut your teeth. I mean, from what the, if you compare this to Spookies, where the editing was shite and all those problems, this was a clean movie. Uh, I think that's why maybe you you like Spookies more because it was just fucking batshit weird, and that's just the way you are. Um, 
apparently there's a, this film took 40 days to shoot. So, yeah, anyway. This is quite sad. The guy that played the monster, um, that's it, Andrew Garf, the monster guy at the end that gets impaled, apparently he was a young German actor who passed away before the movie even came out because he died in an automobile accident. Oh. Which is quite sad. So he never even got to see himself get killed, unfortunately. But, but, but uh, sad times. Kills. I'm going to get onto the kill count. See, I think, yeah, you know, I agree. It's not enough blood, maybe. But some of the kills, you've got decapitation, a 360 net twist, two shotgun kills, got a scythe kill, off-screen kill, bleh, four to the death, and impaled at the end. So you've got quite a, a quite a variation of kills. You've got a good mix. The only, maybe they're not, they're, you're right, then maybe they're not gory enough. The but. only blood that came off was the scythe kill from memory. Because it's just, I think the first time was the, the, the head lop off. I thought that wasn't too bad, the head lop off. It was a quick cut, off. though. It was like, yeah, yeah, it was such right. a quick cut. It's like slop, and then yeah. it moves. And I was like, ah. Oh. It was a 15, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe it didn't go that full hog. Oh, uh, yeah. So the could... Suicide Squad's a 15. But yeah, eight kills. Well, we're in different times now, mate. Um, yeah, so eight kills. And uh, uh, it was meant to be capped at one million, but they'd done some overshoots, so it ended up being nearly one and a half, 1.5 mil to make that movie. So what are you giving this, mate? I'll let you go first. Obviously, you didn't like it that much, so... No, it was a four for me. So not not below average. Below yeah, we're, average. Get, we're getting into repossessed area there, mate. No, wow. what was it repossessed? It was like two. Below average. Linda that Blair is still only got one ten, and that's The Exorcist. <laughs> okay, well, I'll I'll go a bit different. I think I'll probably ball line because, like, yeah, like you said, probably nostalgia thing, but. I'll probably go a seven, a fair seven for me. Oh, that might be our biggest divide. Maybe, but I think that I don't know. Maybe the gate episode, but um, yeah, I I I enjoyed this movie because when I was a kid, I remember the the nostalgia thing. Yeah, and I watched it loads, even though I couldn't remember loads. It was lovely rewatching it. Um, it did have parts where it was a bit slow. Um, you're right. It could have been added more gore. It would have probably been one of my like nines, probably, but. For me, I probably I re- want to rewatch the extras. I'll probably rewatch it with one of my kids one day. Seven out of ten for me. Fair dues. Good entry level horror. Yeah. So anyway, enough of this guffins. I want to know what you've got next for me, mate. And I hope you've picked a good one. Well, I mean, what did I pick last time? Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Yeah. So so yeah, I'm going to go for a uh, another sequel. I think. I mean, we had Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two last time. And with Friday the 13th coming around, I think I'm going for Friday the 13th Part 2. Woo! Yes, another franchise. Let's do it. Mate, I'm just looking forward to, like, the birth of Sackhead. (laughs) Burlap. The Burlap Killer. The birth of the Burlap. Yeah, man, we're looking forward to this. Oh, yes. And we will get through these Friday the 13th movies. Got to do it. I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's been a while since I've seen this one. It's been a long time since I've seen this one. Some good kills in this one. So, on Excellent. my shelf. Awesome. Yes. I'm, I'm well happy with that. Well, that brings us to the end of another lovely episode. Episode 84. On to episode 85, where we will be looking forward to watching Candyman. And we will bring back something to scream about. Yes, yeah. I'm going to find something that's really interesting for us to talk about. Don't you worry. Cannot bloody wait. And I've just pulled from the, vo- the vault, Friday the 13th, part two. And with that, there's only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast. Instagram at draw one last breath or pop us an email at draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>